And welcome, everybody. We are live here from DJ's Companies in Monticello. Jeremy Wheeler filling in for Joe Carlson. He's playing up north by Gold Lake, learning all sorts of stuff from the Minnesota Broadcasters Association. So I'm hanging out with my new friend Don Sabinski here at, uh, at DJ's Companies. Don, you said you wanted to start out talking about the weather out there. Yeah. It certainly does not feel like mid-October. Yeah, you know, I opened the double doors. It's like being outside almost here right now. And uh, is it nice out there? Nice and warm. I think it's around 79 degrees. So it is quite comfortable outside. It's quite comfortable. Of course, I think we're going to talk a little bit about fireplaces. So we should talk about that weather is going to take a turn. I think we've got highs in the 40s coming towards the end of the week. Oh, yeah. No, it's that time of year. The trees are turning. That first frost got everything turning. So uh, it's pretty out there, but it won't be long. It'll be bare. Well, I was going to say with this wind blowing today, there's there might not be any, any leaves left. In fact, I think I see a few leaves blowing through the door. Certainly possible. I know I, I went through the car wash day, and that was, it came over the, oh, over the hood and all the leaves <laughs> blew up from underneath the windshield wipers. So they're definitely blowing out there. I know we've got family pictures scheduled tomorrow. My wife was hoping there's still a few hanging on the tree. Yeah, there, so. yeah, it would be nice to have a little color in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyhow, the the one thing that I would start off today, of course, we always kind of start off with one of our items, and today it'll be the camp chef. Uh, the, the pellet grill that's Wi-Fi temperature control and uh, easy to do a brisket on it. Have you ever done a brisket, you Jeremy? Know, I, I actually I've I, I butchered the last few years, and I, I have three briskets sitting in my in my dad's freezer, and I'm I'm afraid to pull them out because I'm afraid I've just got the regular charcoal at home, and I'm I don't want to wreck them because I know how good brisket can be when oh. when it's done right. I remember having my first brisket. And I didn't even know it was brisket. They had it was at a Ace Hardware show when I used to own the Ace store, and they had one of the shows. They were cooking on all the barbecues, and they'd all cook some other stuff, right? And it was outside, and this guy had a bunch of slabs of meat cut out there, and I went and I, <laughs> and I, and I said, uh, "What's this?" He said, "Brisket." I said, okay, and then you, they give you a toothpick. They get a pretty good-sized chunk, and I grabbed it, walked away, and I had to turn around and go back. I said, how'd you cook this, right? And they cooked it on a pellet grill, and that's really got me into that pellet grill thing because once you've had a, a unbelievable brisket, it's like the best piece of meat I think I ever had. Absolutely. A well-done brisket is... It's about the best that you can get. Now, I've heard some, I, I follow some people on social media, a couple of barbecue guys, and there's that, that talk out there that, well, that's cheating if you do it on a pellet grill. It doesn't yeah. take any skill to <laughs> do it on a pellet grill. What, you got an answer for that? Yeah, that's what technology is supposed to do. It's supposed to make the job easier, smarter, and why would you want to uh, blow an $80 or a $100 piece of meat? It wouldn't make no sense. That, that, that's why I have three of them in my dad's freezer, because I'm afraid to wreck one of them. So the nice thing about the brisket, the Wi-Fi is what makes it easy. Uh, and the biggest thing is is uh, slow cook, right? Mm -hmm. And then when it hits 160, you got to take it out and wrap it. Uh, with some uh, uh, with some special meat paper or anything, pretty much. But we we happen to carry a special paper for that. Then you put it back in there after it's wrapped, and you cook it to about 220. And uh, and when the Wi-Fi calls you and tells you it's 220 uh, or 210 somewhere in there, uh, it, you got to take it off. And now you got to what my guys do is they usually take it off and set it in a cooler. 
for a couple hours. So that, that let it rest. That, that let it rest thing, and uh, uh, and then when you're you're. Uh, the problem is waiting. Uh, I was going to say, if you tell me that I'm going to take this piece of meat that smells and looks delicious off, and I'm not allowed to touch it for two hours. Yeah. You know, I like when I pull my steak off the grill. I can bring it inside. I can cut it wide open. Even then, you're supposed to let it rest for a little bit. A little, a little bit. Two hours. <laughs> not two hours, but usually your your brisket's a little bigger than your steak. That is true. Uh, 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 but anyhow, it's worth it once you do it right. And you the, and the and the camp chef Wi-Fi uh, barbecue makes that job easy now I know with these pellet grills I've started looking I I can almost find more pellets when I go to someplace looking for charcoal than I can a charcoal I even found charcoal pellets if you want the just the regular charcoal flavor yep, in yep. your pellet grill what's your favorite pellet and maybe what are some of the tell, tell you the truth uh, uh, I've used the we have the uh, uh, the, uh, the pellets with the charcoal in it mm -hmm. uh, it works good and uh, I usually use competition or uh, hick uh, hickory or um, cherry. And tell you the truth, I can't really tell the difference. I just know it comes out good every time. Uh, my taste buds are either shot or, uh, uh, but they know a good piece of meat. But to me, the only one I, I won't use, and that's, uh, um, what's that called? Um, it's real smoky and, and uh, um I can't think of it. Mesquite. Oh, the mesquite. I, sure. I, I won't even bring it into place. Uh, you got to go somewhere else to buy mesquite because after I used it, I said, I'm not buying that stuff. Uh, uh, it's too tough. Too tough. Yeah. And that, that'll save everybody else from having to buy it here. Uh, yeah, 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 only sell the good stuff. Now, and there may be special pieces of meat that uh, you want to use mesquite on, uh, but uh, um, my experience is I only did it once, and that's all I need to do it was once. I said I'm not doing that again. I'm telling you, Jake is telling me that you're just a little bit too loud today. But that's, I, of course, we're going to be a little bit. Oh well, yeah, maybe I. We're I, grilling. I, we're grilling a little yeah, bit we're grilling. It's exciting. We had the door open, so we we're getting a little road noise. I, I was going to say it's kind of that that last blast of summer is a perfect day to come come. Oh yeah, it's very very nice. And say so we, I, I see we've got a couple of them sitting here. Everything in stock. People can, can just come and uh, grab uh, it. Right our, now. our everyday units are in stock. It's getting a little low. The season slowly. I don't think the season really ends, but uh, spring is usually when it really takes off. So our next order will go in after Christmas, and uh, we got enough for most people if they need a, a five-star, top-of-line uh, pellet grill camp chef. Look it up online or stop in at DJ's and see it live. And, of course, we're live here at DJ's just uh, right off Highway 25 in Monticello. Really easy to get to, not affected by any of the construction or anything. So make sure to come on out and check those units out. Now, I know when I when I first walked in today, you were talking with the gentleman. You were talking about wood heat. Yeah, wood heat. But, and, and I know I've got a, I've just got a, a plain Jane wood-burning fireplace in my house, and it's it's fantastic. I can turn the furnace down and, and just focus on that wood. You've got a lot more options than just a plain fireplace here. Yeah. Talk, talk about some of the great things you've got. Well, well, first we of all, eating. mixed in with our, our, our Camp Chef pellet grills, we have our wood stoves. We have the Blaze King line, uh, which uh, some of the units can go up to 40 hours. 30 hours is the most common, and then 20 hours possible burn times. So that's pretty uh, unusual. The nice thing about the Blaze King, the, probably the best thing, it gets a 26% tax credit of, oh, the, of the full installation, chimney, stove labor everything so 
ideally that's probably unbelievably great because uh, the federal government's going to help you uh, put your wood stove in. And say they're giving money out for other things, they might as well help you heat the house. <laughs> I know time, it. So. Well, they're making they're making the heating bill a little higher, so they need to help out. And then we have the Kuma line. Uh, there again, every stove I got in house uh, has um, has twenty six percent tax credit on it uh, because that's what I look for the top of the line units. Mm -hmm. I have small ones, big ones, and I'm out of inserts. And give you an idea, all the wood inserts I brought in that slide inside of an existing uh, um, fireplace that was built in your house maybe 20 years ago, 30 years ago, they're turning it into a wood furnace. Once you slide this in, uh, you can get up to 20 hours of burn time uh, in your existing fireplace if everything fits, and off it goes. But right now, uh, we have to order them. I'm not sure how long it's going to have some of these units come in. I was going to say, we're, we're behind on some stock with stuff. Is Are you dealing with supply chain issues like a lot of other businesses well, uh, are? You know, around the country, these all the wood manufacturers, especially the ones that build the high-end units, uh, are, are, are swamped. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is the season. I put my order in in spring to get them in time. I bought like uh, 35 different wood stoves mm -hmm. uh, just because I knew if you waited till now, you couldn't get them. The pile's going down. There's still uh, several left, so if you think you need a wood stove, uh, DJ's is the place to go to. DJ's is the place, and get probably get in here sooner rather than later. Yeah, and then, then we're booked out. We're probably at least two to two and a half, three weeks booked out, maybe more in some areas. Uh, so ideally, we want to, uh, if you're looking for a wood stove, we want to get it in there before the snow starts to fly. Which, I mean, it's Minnesota. We could have snow next week for all we know. I mean, that I still remember that Halloween blizzard as a kid. and I, it, it was fun, but I still get grumpy because they had to cancel the neighborhood hayride that we went on. So. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't want to miss a hayride because uh, you don't get that many of them in life. No, that is true, and especially ones where you get to get off at everybody's house and go up and, uh, and trick-or-treat and get all that candy. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, in fact, I was a candy nut, so... Uh, I worked hard on Halloween night. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to ask you a question. I was at a at an area chamber meeting today, and that was the question. They went around and asked everybody what their what their favorite Halloween candy was for the October meeting, and I, I was torn. I was kind of leaning Butterfinger, and then somebody brought up those Reese's pumpkins. What what's your favorite? Well, candy it, it, you it, it has to be a Snickers. There is nothing in my life that's probably better than a Snickers. You know what's really good hmm. is. Uh, um, the Supreme Snickers. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Uh, it's got more nuts in it, more everything. Oh. And you, I, you can't find them around here, but I've had a couple people know I like them, and they found them somewhere, and they brought them to me. And is that ex extreme Snickers? It's extreme. Extreme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel like I've seen that once before, but you're right. They're not something you just want uh, to I don't see know why. The, the <laughs> I mean, a Snickers is great. Now you get to an extreme, and they meant it when they said it. It is really good. I can't argue with that. A Snickers, I, 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 well, I mean, look at me. I wouldn't turn around, turn away mini candy bars. Yeah, the, the Snickers you can't go wrong with. But I, and so those Reese's pumpkins are like the, they're the perfect ratio of chocolate and peanut uh, butter. No, I, I love Reese's. Don't get me wrong. Uh, 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 uh in a Butterfinger, 
when I was a kid, they were all important. Oh yes. <laughs> well, you know, and I was. I, I maybe I, although he I, he's not listening right now. My uh, my oldest is allergic to peanuts and, and peanut butter and uh, and stuff. So that would be that dad would have to sort through the candy when uh, when he came home from Halloween. And, oh yeah. Oh shoot, buddy, this one has peanuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, 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 that goes in my pile. That goes in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I, uh, I'm glad I, I wasn't allergic to peanuts because uh, uh, it would have been hard on me. I very much so on myself as well. That was the, I mean, I, I think he could get away with eating one now, but I mean, even just the, the smell of peanut butter, he doesn't want, I'm just like, I, you, you just don't know what you're missing. It's it's maybe the perfect food if there is one. No, oh, yeah, the perfect food. Uh, um, and as you get older, you start to get that sugar count high. Uh, and he can't eat the stuff anymore. So when I see a kid in when he's young and he wants a candy bar, he's let him have it <laughs> because later on he ain't going to be able to eat it. <laughs> that is true. So anyhow, we, we talked about Camp Chef. We hit the Blaze King, the Kuma wood stoves. Uh, come see them at DJ's. And then if you go just the opposite, Kenny Corner from there, it'll take you into all the gas stoves. Uh, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different gas stoves on display. Mm -hmm. These are direct vents. They vent right out the side of your house. Let's okay. say you had a four-season porch mm -hmm. or a three-season porch and you wanted to use it some. You could pick one of these to heat it for that Christmas holiday or use it some. When you want to use that room, you just turn it on, heat the room, shut it off when you're done. So it's kind of like a zone control. Okay. And the same thing in the basement. Let's say your basement's cold. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you say, I want to warm my basement up. How's the best way to do that? Well, I kind of think a stove is the best way. And let me tell you why. First off, I believe it adds every, every penny you spend is added to resale value. Okay. So it's different form of money. Now it turns the basement into that winter room, zone control with a fire that you can enjoy, right? Mm -hmm. So it just turned into a cozy room, which, which before it wasn't, right? Mm -hmm. And any heat that comes off that unit goes back up through the house. You use that heat twice so you don't hardly see the heat on your heating bill. You just finally got a basement that's comfortable. Now what good is it to pay uh, $300,000 for a house, right? Mm -hmm. And half the house in the winter isn't comfortable. Does this make any sense at all? Uh, it makes complete sense. I'm I'm one of those guys with a <laughs> with a cold basement. I, I do have a wood burning fireplace down there, but it you know when you when you run both fireplaces, sometimes you run into smoke issues or some of the other stuff. So we almost never use it, and it. The basement is in the winter time basically uninhabitable. At one point, I had my my office down there, and I ran. I I Jimmy rigged a, basically a, a dryer vent to come off of one of the other vents to kind of to heat right where I was sitting. But I mean, the, oh number, yeah, the number of times while I'm sitting in my house in my basement in the winter, and I have to stop and blow on my hands yeah. because my fingers are frozen from typing on my computer. So now you learned about a way you don't have to do that. Now I I would think not only in a basement but. Something like that, maybe in a garage too, with that well, direct vent, just running right out the. Yeah, right you could, the side. but uh, uh, I, normally we put a garage heater in, like those hanging from the ceiling over there. Okay. They're less money. They weren't designed to look into into a fire, so they're punched out for quite a bit less, right? Okay. And so that would probably be a great choice because you'll spend less money. And those have more BTUs. They'll even heat it up faster. Okay. Because, you know, when you open those garage doors at 30 below, you let a lot of cold I, air in. Absolutely, you do. And so, uh, ideally, and if you look 
on the back side of the stove, we have uh, the fish house heaters sitting there. We have a wall furnace sitting there. Uh, uh, we have a bigger wall furnace sitting there. These are all direct vent too. Mm -hmm. And most places, you can't go anywhere and see this stuff on display and they're set up to run. Uh, I was going to say, I was standing here looking before the show, and I'm like, each one of those has an exhaust pipe, and they go up into ducting. Those are those are set and ready to burn. You can oh, yeah. put one of those on right you, now. And... You can see exactly how it functions. It's not a guess. Uh, um, a lot of people you sometimes take that wall furnace because it's sealed combustion, and they'll put that in their garage, and it blows the heat out across the floor, mm -hmm. which really makes it toasty warm okay absolutely especially if you're, you're you're working down if you're working on the concrete working on a car in the middle of the winter or something maybe you're changing your oil or doing uh oh. doing anything that that'll warm it up well even if you get uh, snow down there it blows that warm air across the floor uh, melts it off uh, um just makes it nice and comfortable your car if it could talk it would say thank you. Uh, I love that eater. I was saying, then you don't. If you don't have a remote start, then it's nice and can be nice and warm when you jump in there in the oh, morning, yeah. not scraping yeah. nothing. I think when you go home and when you uh, when you leave home, it's toasty. When you come back, you walk off in the toasty, and you wake up in the morning, no snow coming off the hood. Uh, uh, the seat uh, actually bounces a little bit. Are you with me? Because it ain't oh, froze. Yeah. Yep, you don't gotta you don't gotta wait for the seat heater to start warming it up a little bit. So we carry the hot dog and the Resner. You can see them at DJ's, and uh, so we got all these on display so you can see those. And then you go a little farther around, you'll see all the gas fireplaces that are built in the stone. Mm -hmm. We have the rectangular ones, uh, the square ones, the uh, uh, the ones with mirrors inside, so you can see the flames in the back of the wood. I mean the gas stove. Um, there's a lot to look at if you think you're looking for a possible gas fireplace uh, for your house. And now we're going to take a zip right around the corner here and you walk into the wood room. Okay. And that's the wood room for wood fireplaces. Oh, okay. Uh, so we got uh, four different uh, uh, wood fireplaces in that particular room. Mm -hmm. See the different sizes. Some have a door. Some have doors that open, and you can put screens on, mm -hmm. and they'll all put out heat. Okay. They'll all heat overnight, and uh, heat your house. So um, airtight doors. Okay. And just to to the right of that, I have a wall of gas inserts. These are the inserts that you put inside your existing masonry or metal box. So now you're not burning wood anymore because it never did give you any heat. Mm -hmm. Now we turned it into a furnace with these new inserts. Okay. And I'm assuming with those, uh, even with the wood ones, I'm, I'm assuming you add a, you've got a blower on those, so it's kind of oh, yeah. circulating the heat and rather than just that radiant. And see, that's that's where I, I mean, I enjoy the fireplace and it, you know, it's in in the living room, it's, you know, especially on the weekends. That's you know, everybody's hanging out out in the living room, and it it works fine. But that's it's it is just the radiant heat. It's you know, it works as much for warming up the brick around it, and the brick just kind of stays warm. And it, it, but you walk back into the back bedroom, when especially when you turn that furnace down a little bit with the fireplace on, it gets cold. Back it there. gets a little chillier, but a lot of people like their bedrooms chilly. Well, that is, I am one of those. I, I'm I'm the guy that will sleep with a fan. 20, every every day out of the year, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, 30 below or 90 above, the, the fan is always going.
one in the bed. But oh yeah. My uh, my children they seem to think that it should be warmer. They, if they if they could be in charge of the thermostat, they'd like it around seventy five to oh, yeah. between that seventy five to eighty. And oh, like, yeah. you start paying the heating bill, and we'll talk. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, yeah, or you start doing everything I ask. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> it'd probably be worth it if they'd start doing everything. Yeah, that, that might be true. <laughs> so anyhow, there's a lot of objects at DJs uh, to come pick from. And uh, the nice thing about it, you get to see them. You get to touch them. Most of them run. Uh, even some of these woods run. Um, so ideally, um, I would say it's pretty unique. Well, and just, we t you talked a little bit about the stone. And there's you've got a lot of different displays of stone around. You you guys do the stone work as yeah, well? Yeah, we, we, we're connected with companies that work right with us to do the stone. If the job's small, we might do that. We just don't have enough people to do it all. So the, some people specialize in that, and we use those, uh, uh, and they do wonderful work, just wonderful work. Okay. And of course you've got the full the full installation. You buy something from here, your guys are gonna your guys are gonna bring it out and install it, make sure it all yeah. it works yeah. right. Yeah, and in fact uh uh we 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 will we'll help you go either way. If you wanna do it yourself, you wanna have some help, uh learning how to put it in, whatever, we help you as much as we can. If you want us to do it all, we take care of it from uh soup to nuts, if that makes any sense with stoves, uh or fireplaces. And uh, um, it's quite a selection, and it is busy. People are putting this stuff in. Well, and that's, I think, I, I kind of walked in on a conversation you were having with a gentleman uh, right when I got here, and really talking about the cost of heating is going up. They've already been talking about the cost of natural gas is going up, uh, going up quite a bit this summer or winter. Uh, I've got a brother that deals with propane. He's talked about their, you know, even their pre-buy price is higher than it's been in quite a long time. So it's a great opportunity now, especially with the, the wood and the and the pellet stove to look at that alternative fuel. Well, yeah, and then we have a pellet stove on the floor right here that we burn and heat with. So... Um uh, so you can even see the pellet stove work. So uh, um, come on down. And uh, don't forget that DJ's also does gas furnaces, geothermal systems, air source heat pumps, garage heaters installed. All the heating needs that you require, infrared tube heaters from the ceiling. We're putting a couple of those in next week. Mm -hmm. We got lots and lots of uh, different types of heating systems that are used for special applications. Absolutely. So, pretty much anything. Now, if you if there's something that somebody's looking for that you don't carry, is it something that you can look at it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, we don't have everything here, but we can probably say, yeah, uh, uh, one of my supplier carries that. Uh, um, in most cases, I can probably find it unless it's something that's ancient and it's not made anymore. Mm -hmm. Now, along with that, service-wise, somebody buys a product from you. You can provide service for it, or even we, if somebody doesn't buy service from sure. buy a, a, Yeah, we have service guys in just about every product there is as far as heating, and uh, you just call our service department, and uh, they'll get you scheduled in. And we're booked out right now. We're booked out at least two and a half, three weeks. Okay, so if you're looking for some service, jump in, yeah. jump in now before it starts to yeah. get cold. Yeah, don't wait, because, uh, you know, in the industry, I don't think there's enough people wanting to be in that type of vocation, right? Uh, um, and so uh, uh, you got to plan ahead if you want to make sure yeah, you're going to have your heat. Absolutely, and that's, I mean, that goes to the, they've talked for a number of years that
you know, everybody, every, it seems like every, everybody is pushing towards that college track and now all of a sudden people in the trades and you can make a great living in the trades. You know, a lot of people, people don't realize that or they don't think about it and great opportunity to get out and do some of that kind of stuff. And we are looking for a young man who's uh, possibly looking for a trade. We train you. So uh, there was a little job application right there. If you're interested, stop on down, talk to somebody at DJ's and, and see if, uh, if that's something you might want to do. Again, we're live at DJ's here in Monticello, just right off of Highway 25. Now, Don, I gotta, I gotta ask because I, I don't have one. My wife isn't quite as interested as I am, maybe. But I see you've got Nordic hot tubs plastered on on the door right there. And I know uh, I've got some friends that have a hot tub. They keep them outside. They go, they go outside. You can use that hot tub winter, spring, summer, and fall. You talk, do. Talk a little bit about the hot tubs maybe. That well, you right have. now, uh, we don't have any hot tubs on the floor because if I ordered them, they're still a year out. The Are Nordic they? really. The Nordic line is. Okay. And uh, I'm not buying anything that takes a year to get. Uh, um, I, I've been through that in the last recession. I'm not doing it again <laughs> uh, uh, because they'll just be sitting. If depends where the government takes us. If we go into a... I don't want to depress anybody, but if we go into a flow-blown uh, recession, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which if you listen to the news, it sounds like it could happen. So I'm trying to make smart decisions uh, um, until all clear signs are out. And I think that's with everybody and their finances. That's a, that's a wise choice right now is try to make the, try to make smart purchases and maybe some investment type things, but not, uh, probably not the, the knee jerk reactions or, or overspending for what you're doing. Yes. Uh, um, ideally, all the items that you pick for your house, hopefully they add resale value, so you still get the value out of it, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And, and that's the products I sell pretty much at DJ's. A geothermal unit, when you can prove to somebody your house heats uh, three times cheaper than the neighbor's house, there's a value there, right? Absolutely. Uh, so there's things like that. So most of the items I sell are pretty much are, are added resale value. Doesn't really hurt the pocketbook. It does when you buy it at first, mm -hmm. but it's still there, just like your money in the bank, just like your stock in the stock market. Yep. Uh, it's a value, right? Absolutely. So, and that's how I see my products for the average person. Uh, ideally, these are, are value things that also make your kingdom more comfortable. Your house is your kingdom. Mm -hmm. And if it ain't comfortable, what good is it? That's that's 100% right. I want to we've got we've got about 2 minutes left before we've got to throw it back to the studio. You brought up geothermal a couple of times. Talk about and for somebody that's maybe not aware exactly of what it is, talk a little bit about how it works and, and well, how you can help heat. Uh, and the reason they call it geothermal because it extracts it extracts its heat from the earth. So uh that one third of the power uh, comes to operate the equipment. Okay. The rest of it comes from the ground, which is free. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, it's a piece of equipment that can extract the heat from the earth and transfer it in your house. It's uh, over 400% efficient. So a gas furnace is 96, 97. So 400 versus 96, 97 is a big difference. That's a very big difference. A big difference. So as the future goes on and energy costs goes up, you're going to wish you had a geothermal. Mm -hmm. Now, if I'm, say, my house, I, I live in town in Annandale, pretty much any place you can come and install pretty, a geothermal? Pretty much any place, yep. Different systems for different areas. Okay. 
Great information. Don, we've got about a minute left before we send it back to Jake at the studio. Any last words here on well, all about the green? No, well, pretty much I tell everybody, start your furnace on the next cold day. Make sure it starts. Uh, then go down and make sure your filter's clean. Whoever's hearing this, my number one service call is probably number two service call is a dirty filter. And these new high-efficiency filters you slide into your furnace, they're high efficiency, but they restrict a lot of air. So I'm not sure those are the answers. Uh, I was going to say, I've looked at a lot of those, and they talk about filtering out all these allergens and all that. But I've always been concerned, are, are, are they the right choice? Are they filtering too well, much stuff? Uh, well, I think if you opened up your furnace manual, it might say if you want to use something like that, it needs to be 4 inches thick, 16 by 25, uh, for the furnace to be able to get enough air through one of those. So... Um, think about that absolutely great parting words there from don sabinski here at dj's company this has been all about the green tune in again next thursday we'll be live here again from dj's companies in monticello